this episode is dedicated to Dina. Hey, mom. <laughs> Dina, thanks so much for watching. I uh, heard you're a big fan of the program. Um, and just an encouragement that, you know, maybe you could help us if you know any uh, couch manufacturers. We're trying yeah, to. Yeah, mom, they have a dream. Yeah, the dream still once a week different couch we rate the couch we talk about the couch she um, used to work at williams sonoma they might have some connections we don't have you know i feel like they got to be like a sister company with a crate and barrel or they're a, usually neighbors to west elm i feel like or west elm do you think they even make their own couches they might have like a mm, small line i have no idea can't answer that williams sonoma we want to hear it straight this is a great mouth. couch though i'm very comfortable right now thanks for being on the couch day culture Thanks for making it so comfy. Um, that was all Riley. He Thanks, this Riley. One out. <laughs> um, well, hey, let's just cut straight to the meat and potatoes. Okay. Um, today we're going to be talking about mm, mm, feedback. <laughs> Super fun. Yes. Hey, it can it be. It can fun. be. It really yeah, can. Making this is going to be called fun. A stretch. Rewarding. Yes. Making feedback friendly and favorable approachable approachable to your company yes uh because <laughs> good culture it comes at a cost yeah it does a cost that's well worth it um and that's just saying hey can i talk to you about something real quick honesty and then you gotta step away from wherever you're at and say blah 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 it's as easy as that so <laughs> let's and we're just gonna fill in the dots for you what's the blah 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 yeah. Um, we have to give feedback all the time at our jobs. We're uh, very externally focused mm -hmm. business, but we also so much that I don't think people think about is we are such a team dynamic. There's a lot of internal communication and a lot of upkeep, upkeep, delegation, systems, rotations, and um, humans, and they need different things, and we act different ways and we have bad days, we have good days and we act differently. And sometimes we just got to take a beat and talk to someone about something. Um, yeah. And if, if you're a human out there, you have probably <laughs> no been, aliens allowed. Yeah, you've been <laughs> in a situation where you've, cause I was going to say like, what does it mean when you want to talk to someone about something? But everybody knows, everybody knows what it's like to it's true. either be offended mm -hmm. or feel like a value that they're agreed to is being, stepped on mm -hmm. or a system that they've agreed to is being challenged or a vision that their company is chasing. Someone is going off right. and feedback is just the. I like that. Yeah. A little <laughs> and that's, that's so much of it when you come on the team of valor or probably most places too. It's like, Hey, this is what we're going for. Yeah. We're going for a fun and focused work environment. Totally. We're going to put empathy in action. We're going to be better together. And when we see behaviors that do not match that, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Because, Got to. yeah, we know that we both want to be better together and put empathy into action. But sometimes a bad day gets the better of us, you mm -hmm. know? And so there's a couple different approaches one can take when talking to someone about um, their, their feedback, their the hard stuff. The hard stuff. Um, so we let's let's kind of take one one at a time. Uh, a couple of the principles that we always try to use is seeking first to understand, mm -hmm. right? That kind of just means like slowing yourself down, because um, I think we were talking about this before. It's very easy to 
build a case against the person you want to talk to right. before you talk to them by by filling in the story. But you only know so much. Um, so seeking first to understand gives the person you're talking to space to share their thought process, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm sure you may have had this. I know we've had times like this where it hasn't even gotten to feedback, but we're just asking each other, yeah, hey, wh- what was your thought process there? Yeah, why'd you do this? That's huge. This way, I saw that you were making, and it could be systems. Hey, why are you making the pour over this way? Why are you pouring your latte this way? Oh well, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh great. And I feel like I don't know about you, but just getting context has squashed a lot of feedback conversations before yes. it's, before it's habit and especially to personal offense yes yeah yeah say sayonara to personal offense once you understand someone yeah and <laughs> seriously though. and there's something to to that of like context is huge because it creates space for empathy um but something I've been saying to myself mm-hmm. and holding myself accountable to things more is you know there's a million reasons but there's no excuses Right? That's good. So it's good to have context, but still at the end of the day, if you need to communicate a wrong that was made, you still have to do that. Yeah. Um, but knowing knowing the human side of that person you're talking to is always helpful through seeking first to understand. Totally. Another aspect is, uh, it's kind of similar to that, but it's assuming the best in mm-hmm. your person. Um, how have you seen assuming the best work for you when you're talking to someone about... Uh, having feedback conversation, basically. Totally. I'm trying to think of an exact example, but just the principle of not looking at my friend as an enemy, mm-hmm. not looking at my coworker as, you know, a villain out to like right. ruin my day or ruin my, really things don't offend me as much when it's about me. I get more offended when someone I love is hurt. So I think if I see someone maybe not speaking kindly to a coworker or even to um, a guest, you know, we just we can lash out. And for what we do, it can reach the guest experience. And I get protective, I think. And mm-hmm. so reminding myself that the everybody that we work with is awesome. They're mm-hmm. like amazing people. And best in Alpharetta slash a little bit outside of Alpharetta. Some people commute. But, um, yeah, just reminding myself who the person I'm looking at really is. And I usually have to do that out loud to the person. Yeah, We've talked about love sandwich. So, like, when you give feedback, you speak life over somebody. Then you say, we do have something to talk about. And we at Valor like to phrase it as questions. Like, there's something I noticed today. He already explained part of it. Like, if it's a system... I noticed you were doing this. Why were you doing it that way? I just mm-hmm. want to understand and saying it literally just like that. But if it's larger, like the way that you're communicating, the way you make someone feel, it's more emotional than stepping outside of your present emotions, not building a case against someone, just like you were saying, and reminding yourself and that person who they are, then asking explaining the situation, what you saw with your eyes or maybe what you heard, and then saying, "Can you take just take me there. What was going on? I want to understand. Because sometimes people have really bad days and they're acting out of like a low side of themselves. But a lot of times too, I feel like at Valor, it's actually not somebody acting out of a low part of themselves or it's not like 
even a shortcoming. It's them thinking they were doing the best thing in a moment. Sure. So that yeah. happens a lot, especially at a place where you're allowing a lot of like autonomy. Yeah. Guess, like yeah. You're encouraging leaders to be leaders before they're leaders, you yeah. know? And so someone can tell you, well, actually I was thinking that this would protect the team the most. So I thought I had to say something this way. And then right. you can thank them for being a protective participant in the team, but mm -hmm. then ask them, okay, I love that. Let's put some guardrails around the way that you're communicating and, or someone just thinks they're being funny. They're just cutting up, but it hurts somebody else. That's mm -hmm. something I had to recently talk to a team member about. And I was like, there's just a couple things, like lines we never cross as a team. And it was super, it stayed simple. It didn't get dramatic or emotional. I was just explaining that our team's emotions and the way that we uplift each other is the priority even in our jokes. And then cool. I reminded the person I was talking to like how awesome they were and it was great. Yeah, I think there's there is this weird aversion to when you're giving feedback that you need to stay away from all affirmation or encouragement because it will come across as inauthentic, but yeah. That's a lie. Yeah, especially if you're being authentic. <laughs> but just don't be inauthentic. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're also thinking well, I never encourage them or affirm them outside yeah. of these conversations. Yeah. That's hard too. You probably should be doing that yeah. as well because that's, that's the proactive stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's before you're in this moment. And as a leader or as a peer, that's something you really have to be honest with yourself about. It's like, is the only like real honest conversations I'm having with this person critical feedback? Right. That's not a good sign. No. And, and it doesn't get received better right. or well at all usually. Yeah. So that assuming the best, encouraging, affirming inside and outside of the conversation is vital. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, and then probably lastly, um, the big thing for me when it comes to actually like communicating what's going on, they're seeking first to understand through questions. And then there's uh, being objective about the situation, like the circumstance that you're addressing and then being subjective about how that made you feel. That's good. Um, <laughs> because I think it's it's hard when people kind of put someone in a corner with like, this action is bad. Like it, it mm. is, is a bad thing that you just did. Yeah. But what you were saying too, in Seeking First to Understand, it uncovers intention. Mm -hmm. Well, I was actually trying to protect the team. Yeah. But because you put them in that box, it doesn't give them a, a chance to share that totally so sharing like hey i witnessed this i'm perceiving it this way help me help me fill in the gaps here mm -hmm. because it's not always as clear as that and that's why we have those conversations is to to bring clarity to a situation mm -hmm. um what do you think about that i think that's awesome i think too valor's really good at we mentioned proactive just a second ago the proactive like before the feedback moments of normalizing feedback mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people have a hard time going from a total avoidance of feedback culture to all of a sudden we have to implement feedback because if you're growing in any kind of business relationship any ongoing human process needs mm -hmm. feedback just like you began all this with so 
normalizing the idea of feedback from the get-go. So like when we're training newbies, they know we're a high feedback culture. That said, all the time. And then at our all-staff meetings, we can sometimes say, we say we're a high high feedback culture, but have we been doing it recently? Mm -hmm. And then we refresh ourselves on that. So it's normalized from the get-go. It's maintained by maintained regularly and then on top of that recently you guys did especially if you're an opener but every shift like whoever you're working with you do a post shift debrief and it's supposed to be five to ten minutes but if you're getting five to ten minutes off of your chest every day then a fence is squashed Mm -hmm. so quickly and it's helping you leave work at work yeah right because if you're able to talk about that yeah you're not ruminating on the situations that happened at work that are hazy for the rest of the day until you're back with that person. Yeah, and usually it affects who you are as a whole person instead of it was just a work action that someone else maybe had a different opinion on. But when you receive, you know, you know when there's aggression or passive aggressive, something like that. Tension. Tension's a great word. Yeah, totally. So you're sensing tension. You're not talking about it. You're going home. You're never talking about it then it's bound to explode one day or you're just going to have to relieve yourself of that situation. And usually that robs the whole system of your presence. Like Mm -hmm. I think things, systems are worth fighting for. Yeah. And I think that that is uh, an honest place as a business or an employer has to be in is of like, if you want high feedback culture, it comes at a cost in a multitude of ways. And one of that is creating systems or creating space where you're literally paying your people longer to hash it out totally yeah you just got to do that yeah. if that's what you want yeah but uh and then usually on most days they don't have to hash it out for long sure. there just might be a once in a blue moon when you have to do that totally pay for 30 minutes or whatever totally yeah and the more you have that the less you'll have those yeah those moments because it's common yeah for sure well i hope that was helpful dina only Tina and I'm sure you know my little brother listens to this yes baby Um, river baby Baby river yeah temple baby temple I'm sure he's gonna we'll show him (laughs) he'll be watching his dad Um, (laughs) yeah hey thanks for thanks for watching yeah thanks for joining us right here on the culture couch and shout out West Elm any outlet with lots of couches yeah (laughs) you're looking to charitably offload some couches We'll Good. give them away oh. and sit on them. We'll do both. <laughs> both and. Peace. Bye.